0: Hi, I'm Shanna. Welcome to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Each week we'll dive into simple, effective ways to attract new clients for your professional organizing business. Let's jump in. All right. Hi, Melissa. How are you?
1: I am so good. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I love talking about organizing. Nothing I love (laughs) for.
0: Yes, I agree. I feel like I could just talk small business, about small business growth, Absolutely. all of that. I could talk about that all day every day. Absolutely. And then it being professional organizer related is just icing on the cake.
1: Absolutely. I'm totally with you.
0: <laughs> well, today we have Melissa Klug with us. Melissa is with the Pro organizer studio which has amazing resources for pro organizers to start a business grow a business and just be able to serve clients really really well mm-hmm. and I just have um, some some questions for you Melissa on I am ready okay great. So you have, um, inspired organizer, which is kind of your flagship course. Um, tell me about that. And then how many, you know, how many people have gone through it in the past, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. So, uh, our founder, Jen started pro organizer studio. She started her own organizing business. And then she realized that there were not many resources out there for people who wanted to learn how to, be professional organizers, uh-huh. and um, you know, I I started a business. I had been in business, but I had never started my own business, and that is a very different thing. Yes, so, as you know, as I know, it's a very different thing to start a business. And so she really saw that there was this lack of resources for professional organizers. So she started Pro Organizer Studio, and then in 2016, she decided to start a course called Inspired Organizer. And that course is where we teach people from the ground up, how do you build an organizing business? Yeah. So there are plenty of women that know exactly how to organize. They could organize in their sleep, but they've never built a business before. And one of the things that I say to people is I made all the mistakes so that you don't have to. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, I made every mistake because (laughs) I didn't know about Inspired Organizer when I started my business. And so um, what we try to do is give people a foundation. Foundation to build their business, give them all the tools from sales to marketing, to the contract, everything that they need to build that business so that they can do it faster and yep. so that they can do it more efficiently. And we want to get them making money as quickly as possible versus waiting like a year to get everything perfect, basically.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's something that as small business owners, um, the, the great thing about the amount of resources and information that's out there is that hopefully, you know, if we can trade a little bit of a little bit of money, a little bit of time, that's gonna get us a year or two hopefully ahead because yep. that, I mean, in that first year of business ownership is hard anyway.
1: It is hard and we wanted to give we wanted to give people not only the resources, but a community too. So there's a community of people where we have a private group where you can come and bring anything. Like I'm having a great day, I'm having a terrible day. I'm stressed out. I feel amazing. And you bring that to that group and you get cheerleading. Cause that's the other thing about being a small business person is sometimes you feel alone. Right. (laughs) So we want to isolated less alone.
0: Or can be. Yeah. Well, and that's something that um, even if you have friends locally that are also small business owners, um, there are so many things that are so specific to industry that you just, you just, it's very hard to find a community locally that, um, that yeah, can, can give you those kinds of resources and advice. And, and again, that, you know, here's what I did
1: here's what I did that worked. Here's what I did that didn't work as much. It also keeps you from boring your family endlessly with all your stories. (laughs) Right.
0: My (laughs) husband's eyes glaze over to a certain extent. We
1: have a, we have a joke that we use in our house a lot about this is the most boring story I've ever told. (laughs) So like every once in a while, I'll just, I'll, I'll see him glazing over and I'll be like, is this the most boring story I've ever told? And he's like, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. We do something similar that I'm like, Okay, so your your eyes just glazed over, like we're, we're good, not right? listening.
1: So we try to create that community so that you know people feel like they have those people they can go to. So
0: yes, that's amazing. Well, something that I have seen, um, it, it seems like anyway, that there is just this huge demand for professional organizing. And I was just curious if you have seen that also with your business and kind of how that has played out not only with uh, you know Pro organizer Studio but just also your members and if they've seen an, an increase in demand.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So obviously we all know the last two years has been a little weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> been, to say the it's least. Been a, it's been a very, very unusual circumstance. But um, it, you know, the one thing that has been standard for everyone, no matter where you live, is a concentration on home. Yeah. A lot of people are working at home. So home has never been a workplace before. And now it's a workplace for some people forever. Um and being home much more, again, no matter where you are, no matter what your, you know, feelings were about the pandemic, we've all just spent more time at home. And, Mm -hmm. um, so the other thing that people have realized is, oh my gosh, my house isn't set up for this. My house isn't set up to be my workspace or I'm completely overwhelmed. That's a word that we hear all the time. That's the biggest word. Yes. That we all hear is I'm overwhelmed. Um, and so we have also seen that it seems, insane, but the economy is still really good. I understand right now feels, you know, there's obviously starting to be some financial stress and inflation and things like that, but people have been spending money on services. yeah, And so people have looked around their house and said, I don't feel good and I'm going to hire someone to help me with this. The other thing that we've seen is now whether you love them or hate them, um, you know, whether they're your cup of tea or not, there are a lot of of organizers on TV now. There are a lot of organizers that are in kind of the public consciousness. So home edit, Marie Kondo, Clutterbug, so many different people are out there and really raising the consciousness that this is a service you can get. Yes. So a few years ago, people might not have known as much about professional organizing. Now they go, oh my gosh, I didn't know that there was a person that could come in and help me do this in my house. Yeah. So all of these things are kind of combining that focus on home, focus on wanting to spend money on services to make your home a better place to be. Um, all of that's kind of coming together to create a demand for our services.
0: Yeah. That's great well and that's something that I've talked with with friends and uh, members organized members um, our membership website that those who have been in business for 20 years have been professional organizers for 20 years have had kind of a completely different experience than <laughs> the ones that have entered the market with their new business in the last year or two and it seems like the um, kind of the established pro organizers are getting busy. It's not, it it doesn't seem to just be like the new people are busy. It seems like everybody's busy. Are you seeing that? Yeah.
1: And, and one of the things that I have seen, you know, I came from a background um, in corporate business. And one of the things that was very unusual to me when I um, started my organizing business was organizer, organizers are very collaborative people. Like we don't really see each other as competition necessarily. Now it's natural to have competitive feelings like, oh, someone just opened up right down the street. Or sure. I'm sure if you've been in business for 20 years, you're like, oh, all these people are starting a business and they're brand new. And you know, it. I get competitive feelings, yeah. but one of the things that I have tried to remind myself. And I remind myself when I'm driving down the street in my neighborhood, look at all of these houses, <laughs> all of these houses. And I don't care who you are. You struggle with clutter. Right. And so there is enough business out there for all of us. So yes, it's not just the, the, you know, people who've been around for 20 years or 10 years or five years, it's, there is enough business out there for everyone and every house needs someone different. So,
0: right. And people can also go about it in different ways with their own business model. I mean, it might be straight, you know, services. It might be um, creating resources that are, I'm just thinking like Dana K. White. I interviewed her a few weeks ago and she has books that are helping kind of that ordinary person that is not, um, what's the word she uses? just, you know, organ organ, naturally organized people that aren't naturally organized. She has resources available to them to help walk them through the steps. Other people um, are building businesses on social platforms that they're selling kind of the, the product or other
1: baskets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's, it seems like there are lots of different kind of categories that people can get into too. I think there are
1: so it's it's that absolutely. So everybody has a different philosophy they bring to organizing too, yes. you know. Some organizers are really they love the decluttering and they love the psychology. That's me, yes. okay? Yes. I want to get into your brain. I want to figure out why you have the piles of stuff. I want to like yeah. I say about my business, it's 90% therapy and 10% putting things in bags to take out of your house. But yep. some organizers don't like that. They They, they just want to take what you have existing and make it beautiful. You know, they want to make the Instagram worthy pantry. There are some people that are in the middle. There are some people that like both of those things. There are the great thing about this business is you can make it anything you want. So you can have an Instagram only business. You can have a business where I know an organizer that basically only does kitchens. Um, You can make it anything you want. And the other thing too, is it's a personality thing like I might not be your cup of tea, you know, like I might not be the right organizer for you for a number of reasons, right? But then there's someone down the street that is for you. Right. And that's the great thing about, we need more people in this industry so that we have enough of the right people to serve the right clients.
0: Well, and that's why it's so important too, um, to really kind of identify for yourself, like what your own intent is and what your role in it is to be what kind of role you want in it. Um, but then really communicate that well, because we're all people buying services from other people. And like you just said, we're going to find the people that we kind of click with, that we feel that connection with, especially with something as personal as coming in and helping you with your home, you yeah. want someone that you feel like you can trust. And that's also why referrals are so important in this line of business. Huge, Yes. yes.
1: Well, I, I always say too, that like um, you may not want to leave this in, but I always say like, um, you have to want to have someone come in and look at your underwear drawer. Like, that's what I do. Like you are, you are inviting me into your home and opening up your most personal spaces. I'm organizing, I'm folding your bras, right? You have to really trust me and like me and it's okay. If I'm not the right person for you, I guarantee there's someone out there that is the right person for you. And so that I legitimately just this morning sent an email out to all of the people on our email list that talked about, like, make sure you're putting you on your website and on your social media. I'm sure you deal with this in the work that you do is people want to see you, the person that they're hiring. And yep. I know we're women and we don't always love having pictures taken of us and every, I get it. Right. But also your clients want to see who you are. And it's so important. Yeah. You hire the people that you know, like, and trust.
0: Absolutely. Um, what sort of, so if someone is out there, they're kind of naturally inclined to organizing. Um, yeah. You mentioned that you had a couple of, uh, a couple of resources or a course. I think you said, uh, for people that are naturally organized, have done it themselves, but maybe haven't worked with clients before. Can you tell me about that course?
1: Yeah. So we last year realized that, you know, we were teaching people how to build businesses and, and that was, you know, one part of what we did, but we also wanted to make sure that we found out that there was this group of people out there that were like, well, I think I want to start an organizing business and I know how to organize my own house, but I'm not sure I would know how to organize someone else's house. And so we started a course called organizing essentials. We called it exactly what it is, (laughs) which (laughs) is so helpful. (laughs) It's actual,
0: like purpose,
1: right? Right. Um. And and what we wanted to do is teach people the like, hey, what happens after you knock on that client's door? What happens yeah. after you ring the doorbell? You know, how do you how do you greet them? How do you decide like when you walk into a room and it's filled with boxes? What do you even do with that? Like, yeah. how do you walk in and you are the expert, but you also can't be overwhelmed by what you see in front of you? Like, what are the tips and tricks to get out of that client's um, to get that client stuff out of their way. So, that's um, so smart. It's so yeah. Helpful. It's been a fun group of people. So it's totally separate from inspired organizer. And okay. the nice thing is that we have people in that group that, um, some of them have had an organizing business for a while, but they still wanted to kind of up their skills a little bit. Sure. Um, we have some people who are brand new, haven't even started yet. They just want to see if this is the kind of work that they think it might be. Yeah. Um, and we just, we have zoom calls where we just get together and talk about like, Hey, give me some client situations. Like, what are you dealing? with um people come in and say like i have a consultation this week in a dentist's office what do i even do like we problem solve through client situations yeah. it's been really fun
0: that's super cool um what kind of if if you don't have the numbers right off the top of your head that's fine too I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here that's fine but how many um how many people have you had go through your inspired organizer course and then how many people have you had go through the organizing essentials
1: Yeah. So, um, in our inspired organizer group, we have 700 people, um, and so the, these are people from all over the world. So I think we're on five continents. Oh, <laughs> in that group. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and then we have 125 in our organizing essentials group. Um, and that's, you know, again, some people are really, really active. Some people are quieter and they just listen. Yeah. Um, but the great thing, especially better inspired organizer group with, when you have 700 organizers from all over the world that are together, they have seen everything like this group of people, there's not a situation you can bring up that people are like, wow, that's new. I've never heard of that before. (laughs) You have someone that can be like, man, dealt with this last week. Here's what I did. Here's how, and it's just amazing to see all these people be able to come together and help solve problems.
0: Wow. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit about how really in the the last two years and and honestly, see, this is March 14th. It we're coming up on kind of the two year anniversary, it was
1: two years yesterday that my kid's school got canceled. (laughs) So yeah,
0: (laughs) I feel like it's been a vortex of just, yeah, I pulled something out of my freezer the other day that said, uh, I made it, it was like a freezer meal. Yeah. I made it in July of 2018. Yeah. And I kind of forgot it was down there. And so yeah. I pulled it out. I'm like, oh, it's, it's just a couple of years old. I was thinking it was 2020. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> <then> it's 2022.
0: <laughs> we ate it. It was like a freezer crock pot meal. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was cleaning up that I'm like, it is 2022. <laughs> that well, I, to is you, funny you say
1: that. I had to do math the other day because I was telling a story to our inspired organizer students about, um, you know, sometimes you have to be patient, like clients are some, sometimes takes them a while to get ready. And I had a right. consultation the other day with a woman who first heard about me in 2019. And I kind of mm-hmm. just in my head was like, well, that was last year. And I'm like, no, she heard about me three years ago and just decided to call me. Nice. And I probably so I totally did that same math of like, no, it's been three years (laughs) since she first found out who I was and just decided to call me today.
0: (laughs) Right, right. It's crazy.
1: It really is.
0: So, so really kind of that March, 2020 was when home kind of became the need for the workplace and us realizing, you know, we've got to kind of set up, set up ourselves and and our, our homes differently. Um, In that time, did you see just like the super. Like this super visible uptick in your memberships or in, in people taking your courses? Or was it more um, kind of just like a build? Or what did that look like on your end for the numbers?
1: Well, so in 2020, everyone was like, um, the British word gobsmacked is the only one that can come to mind right now. Like everybody was like, True. wait, was happening? And it was a very yeah. scary time. Like we didn't know what was going on. So right. 2020 was a, a pretty quiet year in terms yep. of our membership, because I think people didn't know, and you weren't going in people's houses and you weren't thinking about building a business necessarily. Right. You were just trying to figure out, like, how do I get my kids through online school, blah, blah, blah. But right. starting in the end of 2020, like that's when I joined Prayer Organizer Studio, things really started ramping up. So, exactly. you know, as we got into the end of 2020 and then people were like, okay, I think we know how to how to deal with this. We sort of understand the lay of the land a little bit more. 2021, we saw a huge uptick in people that were taking the course and starting their business. So we actually have, I actually, on our podcast this week, um, we We are interviewing someone who she started her business at the beginning of the pandemic, pretty much. We have several people that started just coincidentally, right? Like they decided to launch and then this whole thing happened to the world. um, But they've still been massively successful. And so I think that's the thing is there were people who were able to take this terrible thing that we were all going through and turn it into something positive and be able to start a business. What a lot of people did too, is they used that time to just create their foundation. Yes. So they might not have gone out to see clients, but they created the foundation or what we also saw a lot of was people figuring out like, Oh, like everybody's doing everything on zoom. You can organize on zoom too. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> you know, I took a lot of clients virtually on zoom. And so I think what we learned is that people were still able to start successful businesses. They just did it in a little bit of a different way. But in 2021, you know, to answer your direct question, 2021, we had a huge boom of people coming in and starting their businesses because of all of these changes. And here's what I'll tell you, even though it's been two years, which, you know, like when you think about it, it's like a dog year, right? (laughs) I think we've been 14 years (laughs) in the last two years, right? But 100%. Just because we've, we've been in this for two years, not everyone has gotten their house together. You know how we joked at the beginning, like everyone was baking bread and like organizing their house. Guess what?
0: Creating sourdough starters.
1: (laughs) Tons of people didn't make sourdough starters and tons of people didn't organize their house either. Right. There are tons of people that are, they may be working from home permanently, but they've never given themselves a proper office. They're still working at the kitchen table. So there are people out there that still haven't gotten their houses together, even given that it's been two years. So that's another thing is there are so many people out there ready to be served by organizers. Yeah. So many.
0: (laughs) That's, yeah, Um, that's something that uh, uh, Dana K. White also said um, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, Uh, she made this, this comment like, We used to all say, if we were just home more, our houses would be cleaner and more organized. That's
1: been determined
0: to be a lie. (laughs) And then we realized, no, that wasn't it.
1: That was not the problem. Yeah. There's a, there's a tweet I put up on social media on my, my home by 11 account. That was just something to that effect of like, you said, all you needed was a week at home and you'd get organized. That was determined to be a lie. Right. <laughs> so there are so many people out there that just, and by the way, pandemic fatigue and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not just the pandemic. It's just there, there's been a lot of stuff going on right in the world. And yeah. sometimes it's hard to watch the news and we're all really fatigued by that. Our brains, I mean, they've done actual scientific research about the stress on our brains and everything. And people are less able to make decisions and hard decisions, especially. And so again, services, the service that we provide to people is extremely needed. I always say it's a mental health, it's a mental health service that we offer really. (laughs) Um, And Now that we're starting to be more comfortable talking about mental health and the effects of mental health, um, that is absolutely the core of our service. And by the way, even if all you ever want to do in your organizing business is give people pretty pantries and you don't want to do the psychological work with them. It's still mental health, yeah. <laughs> you know, for a mom to be able to come home and be able to go in her pantry and figure out what to make for dinner for her kids, you know, all of that kind of stuff. That's a huge help to people, no matter what part of the organizing industry you want to be in. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Something that I was thinking of um, because I I also get enthused by kind of the psychological aspect.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's funny when I started college, I was a psych major and then I,
1: I yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's that funny a psychology many, degree. Yes. It's funny how many other psych people I run into in this business. <laughs> um, but I thought initially that I was gonna go to like the PhD route or the yep. ma- marriage and family therapy. Um, but what I've found in my career of helping small businesses is that it also kind of turns into counseling sessions a lot Absolutely. because, it's like what, you know, a lot of the conversation is, well, what do I want to do and how do we get there and, and why kind of uncovering the why yep.
1: um,
0: so that then I can help guide them in a direction. Yep. And so it's, it's funny after a couple of years, I was like, huh.
1: It's all psychology. I mean, it really is.
0: It really is. And helping other people get what they want and need.
1: Absolutely, and sales psychology. So, how do you get someone to want to work with you and be a client? Yeah. Um, and you know, fighting imposter syndrome, where we all go, yes. like, oh my gosh, well, why? Why would anyone want to listen to me? Like, yeah. I don't have anything to offer to people. And all of that, it's all about getting our brain in order.
0: Yes, and I have so many conversations that are like that. That it, yes. it just kind of blows me away, but it also gets me really energized and excited. Sure. Yeah. Um, Something else I was thinking, kind of along the psych, the psychology aspect of things, is that I feel like um, there might be two camps. Like one camp might be that they're overwhelmed and you know pandemic fatigue, and not not organizing. I feel like me personally, um, pandemic, you know, week week one pandemic, I. I remember I was like, there's nothing else I can control. I mean, we, we bought the bags of rice because we had no idea (laughs) what we were going into. We bought all, you know, we bought a bunch of toilet paper, but not enough. I still have a lot of kidney
1: beans. I have a lot of kidney beans left. I don't know why I thought we were going to eat so many kidney beans.
0: (laughs) I mean, we didn't know what in the world was going to happen. Right. And so I feel like I fell in the camp of, I can't control my kids going back to school, my no. business. I can't control what's going on because everything's in a free fall for small business owners. I can't control, like name the thing. I can't control it. But this, you know, this bookcase I can control. Yeah. <laughs> and so I found myself March, April, May of 2020. Like I went through my entire house, every nook and cranny. I'm like, this is going to be organized are you seeing that as well? Or am I just kind of the freak?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. You're, you're absolutely not at all. So, um, what, what I have seen in my personal organizing business, and then also talking to the people that are in our group, um, I, there are a lot of people who at the first, the first couple months, you did have that right. Or the first few weeks you were like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to hunker down and I'm going to, but then you either ran out of energy, Um, and then didn't finish the whole thing, yeah. Or you um, there were also this was a very functional problem. A lot of donation places were closed, so then right, right. I mean, like, I don't know if you remember, but a lot of people like had tons of stuff in their house that they really wanted to get rid of piles, yes, piles of stuff, and then there was no place to take it. And then when the donation places opened up again, they were so inundated with stuff that then a lot of them closed down and said we can't take anything else. I'd
0: forgotten about that, yeah.
1: And So, so what happened is a lot of people then were like, well, I can't do anything right now. So that initial excitement, and that's what, I mean, organizers see this a lot is someone does start on their own and they're like really excited for like a day. (laughs) And then they realize, oh, this is actually hard work. And I like, I meant to go organize. And then I realized after five minutes, I wanted to go watch Netflix and I need someone to hold me accountable.
0: Totally. Or even that the system that, they had in mind, maybe wasn't quite the functional system that they needed.
1: Yeah, or they realize they know how to do one part of the organizing process, right? Like what yeah. we see a lot is, you know, someone knows how to get rid of the things that they don't need anymore. They're good on that, right? Yeah. But then they don't know how to handle all the mail that comes into their house.
0: Right. Or the they don't ongoing them, Right.
1: Yes. So they, they might not know how to reorganize their things. They might know how to say, oh, my kid has outgrown these shoes. I can get rid of those but then they don't know how to organize the mudroom so that it's not chaotic when they come in. So they need you for a certain part of the process that they're not intuitive at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Even with my own family, um, my older daughter and I, it's just kind of ingrained in our brains that everything has a home. You get it out, you put it back in its home. If you bring a new thing in, you give it a home. If something doesn't have a home, that's when it ends up just like you know, Correct. Being about no, my my I, husband, my husband we. and my younger daughter are just like Phew.
1: whatever, <laughs>
0: right? So I'm always preaching. Find a home.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, and uh, sometimes too, I, I know that I see this with my organizing clients is they don't know how to implement the systems, but they also literally can't see it. Like, and what I mean by can't see it is it's not clear to them, even though the answer to me is right in front of their face, but it's their house. They see it all the time. They don't, they don't see the solution because it's just, it, they their brain can't get there is what i'm trying to say and so sure. you help them get that brain there too and help them sometimes give them a little bit of the tough love of like hey do you know that you might need to teach your younger daughter like this is, or there might be need to be like consequences if she doesn't put her things away or right. whatever. Like sometimes you come in and you provide that structure of like, hey, here's how you can get your family on board. Here's yes. how you can keep this intact. You know, some of my yeah. clients think that like a fairy godmother is going to come in the middle of the night and like put everything <laughs> back. And it's like, nope, it's habits. <laughs> here's right. That, you know, there are just so many things that an organizer can bring to a family.
0: Absolutely. Well, and I mean, I'm always wishing for a. a clothes folding fairy. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't I mean, it be amazing? It would be. It really would be. Clothes um, folding is
1: my least favorite activity. Same. I hate it. I have I really to,
0: I have to batch all of the laundry into one day yeah. and then we fold it and we put it away immediately so that I feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. Otherwise it just sits around. Yeah. It's terrible. I,
1: I mean, I'm a, and I, I do this a lot too, is I think it's important for us to point out that we're professional organizers, but we're not perfect. Right. right? I mean, some of us are, but I'm I'm, not. <laughs> like, some I'm people not really do keep their house, like absolutely pristine. And I mean, good for them, but I, I just try to be a little bit more realistic. And so sometimes yeah. I give the behind the scenes of like, I'm a professional organizer, but this is what my closet looks like right now. And, you know, I say, I hate putting clothes away. It's my least favorite thing, but yep. you know, I do it in one batch. When there are three loads of laundry, and here's the great thing about being organized: is I don't have to do that. It doesn't take me seven hours; it takes me half an hour. Right. You know, So I try to give those kind of tips and tricks too. Yeah,
0: that's great because it's it's also just kind of the systems that a yes. pro organizer has developed over their time working yes. with clients of what what types of families or what types of personalities might you know work really well for a certain system.
1: Well, the thing that it took me a long time to realize too, is, um, not the, the thing that works for me, isn't going to work for everyone. Or the yeah. thing that works for seven clients might not work for the eighth client of like, you constantly have to be creative when you're an organizer because yeah. you have to keep coming up with like new ideas or fresh ways to do things. And I mean, it really, it keeps you on your toes.
0: <laughs> so, Definitely. Well, and that's, that's part of the fun out. too, right? Like it's Absolutely. it's never boring. One home it's is perfect. never <laughs> exactly like another.
1: As a fact, I actually was telling one of the people in our group the other day was like, well, she hadn't worked with very many clients. And she was like, well, my last client did blah. And then this client did the blah. And I'm like, I've had hundreds of clients and I've worked in hundreds of home and thousands of hours. Not, and they're all like snowflakes. They're all unique.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not,
1: not one house is the same as the next anywhere. So, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I kind of imagine that being the same with, you know, teaching preschoolers. I mean, there might sure. be some guidelines, but other, they're kind of like kittens. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yes. That's a great, I do frequently say that working with, um, it, it is a lot like parenting. So there yes. working with clients is sometimes like, like parenting. You're like, nope, no, no. We're going to go over here. Nope. We're not doing that right now. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're working on this.
0: Yeah. Well, there's, a, it, there's a lot of that. And it's so helpful too, though, even just as kind of that, That external third party that's not emotionally attached to things um, that can really help people move, kind of move the dial on the functionality of their house.
1: We're just asking questions. I I have a a thing on my desk that just says, ask more questions. Yeah, And that's the other thing I I tell, you know, the people that I coach a lot is like, just whenever you're stuck in a situation with a client, just ask questions. Yeah. How do you use that? How often do you use that? How, How do your kids come in? Like, how do you come in from your garage? How do you use your class? Like just ask questions and then things start to become really clear.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And it, it kind of dives into all of the things that are necessary to be able to advise on, on those yeah. systems too. For sure. Well, what do you see um, if you were to look into a crystal ball, given yeah. your, your experience, what do you think is next for the pro organizing industry? Do you see kind of a continued um, trajectory of demand or what, what sort of things do you see?
1: Well, so I don't know if um, everybody is familiar with what just happened a couple of weeks ago with the Home Edit, but the Home Edit was sold to Reese Witherspoon's company. I saw that. Hello Sunshine, right? So that's just an example of home organizing um, being in the cultural sphere, right? So home organizers and, and, um, you know, very famous ones all the way down to those of us who are just kind of everyday people, right? Um, Starting to get to be on people's radars. And again, whether you love it or dislike it, you know, social media has given rise to a lot. Like we care more about how our homes look and feel. And so there is this understanding out there. Like I said, that home organizing is a thing right. and it is a thing, just like you hire a plumber, <laughs> you can hire, you know, you wouldn't fix your own sink, right? Like you can hire someone to come in and teach you how to transform your house. And so um, the I bring up the home edit just to show that like, again, this is becoming very popular. It's a popular subject. People love to to read about it. They love to look at it. And so I think that there is just going to continue to be growth in our industry as it becomes more and more well-known. I think that people are realizing that this is also not a service just for people who are very well-off. Right. Service for a lot of people. It is a certain. And the nice thing is we have organizers in all ends of the price band, right? Like we have, we have organizers, by the way, we are much more cost-effective than a plumber because I had to hire a plumber recently. (laughs) Very expensive. <laughs> um, but the point is it's not just for people who are very well off. Right. It can be for regular people, everyday right. people. Right? right. And, um, the other thing that I see too, is a lot of organizers are branching out, um, and they're developing resources for people who maybe don't have the ability to invite someone into their home and spend a lot of money on organizing. Yeah. So a lot of organizers are creating online courses. Um, uh, that's something I did during the pandemic in my own organization business is I created a course for people. I've got like high school classmates in there. I've got the mom of one of my best friends in there. Like, yeah. you know, people that are not physically in my backyard now can learn how to organize from me. We have a lot of people in our membership that have created virtual courses, online workshops, that type of thing. So the nice thing is, What we have learned in the last two years is you don't have to physically be with someone to teach them how to do something. So there's a huge industry for organizers to create things that are online, too. So I think that's just going to propel the growth even more. So I think it's a great time to be an organizer. I really do. Absolutely.
0: absolutely. Well, and I just love... <clears throat> Excuse me. I just love the creativity that I have yeah. seen with small business owners, um, specifically professional organizers over the last couple of years that, you know, three years ago, four years ago would have, we, we wouldn't have been thinking of. No, but people adapt to these crazy situations and um, create businesses out of people's needs. I just love that.
1: No, I, I absolutely think that people, it has made us more creative. I mean, obviously I would love for the last two years, not have not to have happened for so many right. reasons, but, um, I do think it has made us realize like, okay, one, we have to be prepared for anything, right? Like yeah. no one would have envisioned this, mm-hmm. um, ever. And also that we can learn how to be creative and adaptive. And that's the thing about being an organizer. As you walk into someone's house, I tell my organizing essential students all the time, the biggest thing that you can be is flexible and adaptive and creative and so that's not just about working with a client that's also about working in your business how do you create resources for people you know, how do you help gift people with your knowledge, but then it also makes them interested in buying something from you someday. You know, it's not about holding all your knowledge inside. It's about sharing your knowledge. Like there are just so many things that organizers can bring to people. So not only in houses too, but businesses also, like we haven't talked about businesses, but there is a huge, huge uh, amount of business out there for businesses, right? Like offer your services to a, a, you know, medical practice or an office building. Um, I know organizers that have given presentations to huge corporations um, have organized office building, you know, done an entire floor of an office building, worked with each individual employee. There are just so many things, especially now that people are going back to the office.
0: Yeah. Maybe you
1: sell your services to people who are going back to the office because they want to create a nicer atmosphere for people going back. It might be stressful. So many opportunities for for organizers out there.
0: Yes. I love that. Well, and it's, it's so great to, it's so great to hear those opportunities kind of lined out as well, because I think that's what, what that's going to do is give people ideas that maybe, especially if they're in the first, um, first season of their business, they may not quite have thought through what could be next, but I think you're right. I think there are, I I think this kind of crazy situation of a pandemic um, and then just kind of all the things that have kind of, layered on top of it have created this opportunity that um, didn't exist before. And that I think that's only sure. going to get bigger um, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, the home edit kind of burst onto the scene with Chloe Kardashian, pic- pictures of Chloe Kardashian's pantry. And I think maybe we were all gawking at that point. Like she yeah. doesn't really eat those cookie does, does right. she? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> But it's just amazing how it has, it has become so much more popular and pro organizers that have been in the business for 20 years don't necessarily have to explain what it is anymore Perhaps. because yeah. people kind of know because it's just so much more popular.
1: Or you don't have to say, and this, this happened to me at the beginning of my, you know, not like I've been in the business for 20 years, but at the beginning of my business, I would have to say to people, this is what I do. And they're like, people pay you for that. Like it was shocking, right? Now I don't have to explain it as much. Right. Right. Like I say, I'm a professional organizer. And then they're like, oh my gosh. And they're dying to talk to you about that. Right. It's just in a very short four-year period that that has happened. So, Right.
0: Right. Well, um, Melissa, thank you so much for being thank on you. this Had today. So much
1: fun, have so much fun chatting. I, I literally like a chat for like the next 10 hours. About I this know, time. right? <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, another time we will do this. Love it. Um, people can find you on Instagram. They can find your website at proorganizerstudio.com. Yep. What's your Instagram handle?
1: Um our Instagram handle Instagram I can speak is <laughs> Pro Organizer Studio. Perfect. Um and we also have a podcast as well. So it's the Pro yep. Organizer Studio Podcast. So you can come if you want to geek out about more organizing. We've got that out there. We've got so many things out there for you.
0: Perfect. Well, I will include all of those things, the website, the Instagram handle and the, um, the podcast link and name in the show notes. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners before we sign off?
1: No, we're just so excited to be out there and provide resources for people. And really our our goal is just to have more people know about this industry and know what a great career it is. Like if I hadn't found it, I just, I think about where I would be in my career right now. And I'm so grateful that I found this as a career. And I just want more people to know that this is just an absolutely awesome career path.
0: Yes. I love that. Well, and I love, um, I keep saying this or I, I, I said it at the very beginning, but I love all of the resources that you have to offer. Thank um, you. it's just, it's, it's so great. It's, it's hard as a small business owner to get started, stay motivated, kind of ride all of the, um, sometimes there's really high peaks. Sometimes there's really low valleys
1: low lows,
0: yeah. and, and it's just so nice to have a community and people that provide resources to to help um to help grow this business. So yeah. so wonderful talking with you. Well, that's nice you to so meet much. you, and
1: thank you so much for chatting.
0: Thanks for listening to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Head over to the website for full show notes at proorganizermarketing.com. There you can also sign up for free tools and resources to grow your business. See you next time.